Pharmacy Podcast Nation. You got to listen in every Tuesday to stay up to date on the most recent medication therapy topics. Game Changers creates awareness about pharmacotherapy and clinical practice changes that can significantly impact pharmacy practice. Every Tuesday, a new episode of Game Changers is published on the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. And always remember, the pharmacist is the hub of healthcare. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. It cannot be our crown achievement in this day and age to have the opportunity to burn out. Welcome to the Corpreneur Podcast. I'm Ann Arvizu, and I'm inviting you to hop on the fast track from corporate to freedom. Freedom. Executive experience combined with the mindset of successful entrepreneurship will leave you unstoppable. Stoppable. This content will help you become centered, open, resilient, and energized. Energized. So you can build your business, balance your life, and leave your legacy. Ready to unleash your core power? Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Corepreneur Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Valerie Rain, and she has discovered what she's coined patriarchy stress disorder, or PSD. She's created the only science-backed system for helping women achieve their ultimate success, happiness, and fulfillment by healing the collective inherited trauma of oppression. So who better to ask about the prison in our mind or the battle field of our mind than the psychologist? She happens to be a friend of mine, and I love her platform. Valerie holds a master's in education in psychological counseling from Columbia University, her PhD in psychology from the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology, and she's written a new book. Her book and programs have helped thousands of women really ditch the game of surviving. She helps you flip the script on asking yourself the wrong questions. Many women today are asking themselves, how much can I bear? And they're bearing these big, heavy burdens that they were never meant to bear. And by the end of this recording today, you'll be able to master the game of thriving and maybe start to ask yourself some better questions like, how good can it get? That'll be a really fun part of the conversation. I look forward to hearing from you what you got out of our discussion today. Dr. Valerie is also a sought-after speaker and trainer at conferences and companies, and she, like me, is committed to setting new standards of excellence in industry through diversity, equity, inclusion, employee satisfaction, physical and mental health, creativity, and innovation. I believe in her work so much. It's so deeply aligned with mine at my core, and I'm going to ask her how she, as an entrepreneur and a messenger with a message like you, like me, like many of us who are called to something greater, but hold ourselves back in some way, how she stays centered, open, resilient, and energized. So enjoy our conversation today, and we'll see you on the other side. Hi, Valerie. How are you? 
Hi, Anne. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for uh, we've we've overcome once again some technical difficulties, and we are officially recording. So yay, yay! Welcome to the Corpreneur Podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to have you as my guest. Um, you know, as I just introduced you to our listeners, you're a friend, but you're someone who, gosh, even as I start talking right now, I resonate with you. I have chills on my arms. I know that this conversation is going to really bless our listeners. And that's what it's really about, that a corpreneur and you are someone that I've identified as a corpreneur are out there doing the thing that is really you've been created to do. You've been yeah. called to do. So I want to talk a little bit about your platform. And the first question I have for you, because the listeners already know that you've written this book and you've created a platform around something you've discovered called PSD, Patriarchy Stress Disorder. And that's something that I feel is so important for people to know about because people don't know that they might be bound in some way by the genetics or their past or some science. So talk to us a little bit about how you discovered PSD before we get into what it is. Mm, thank you. It started with um, being on the phone with a client one fine day and feeling the left side of my face and my left arm going numb. Mm. And I ended up in the ER with symptoms of a stroke. Thankfully, it was not a stroke. All tests came back normal. It was just stress, quote unquote, just stress. And the thing was, I was living my dream life. Or so I thought. <laughs> I had my two grad degrees in psychology. I had a thriving practice. I had a family and home I adored. And I didn't feel stressed. So what happened that day was that that ER episode began to tear through the security blanket of my workaholism, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And it was through those tears that this disturbing realization began to seep in that I checked off all the boxes. The society told me I needed to feel happy and fulfilled. And I didn't feel happy and fulfilled. And I didn't feel much of anything at all. I didn't feel unhappy. I didn't even feel stressed. And so that's when I began to wonder and do some soul searching of how come my clients were healing from anxiety, healing from depression and numbness and stepping into the fullness of their lives and what they're here to do on this earth. Mm. And I was still feeling numb. And I realized that with all of my clients, I was using mind-body trauma healing tools without exception, even if they didn't recall any traumatic experiences. And the reason I was doing that was that they were all showing this one telltale symptom of trauma, which is, drum roll, disconnection. <laughs> disconnection. It's disconnection from parts of ourselves. And this is important to understand because any experience, like we think of trauma as only a life-threatening experience perhaps, but actually any experience that makes us feel unsafe physically or emotionally can be traumatic. And the hallmark of trauma is disconnection from parts of ourselves that are affected by the experience. Yes. So I began to wonder what kind of trauma 
what kind of trauma could we all have without realizing it? And at the time, research was coming out showing that traumatic experiences are genetically transmitted. And there was my light bulb moment realizing and connecting the dots that women have been oppressed for thousands of years. Oppression is traumatic. Yeah. And having discovered that, and it was, it was a download, those words, patriarchy, stress disorder. I feel that I've received this message and yes. the gift and the call to become this messenger. It started with my old call to adventure through this crisis that woke me up. And it, it saved my life. This journey saved my life because for the first time, I realized that there was nothing wrong with me and that what was keeping me from realizing my purpose and stepping into my power and happiness and fulfillment had nothing to do with me. No amount of therapy could have solved that. And I, I, I've been in therapy for years and personal development and all that good stuff. It was that inheritance of trauma and trauma adaptations that were keeping me in this invisible in the prison. And once I realized that and started healing myself and continuing to heal my clients, also using this new lens, so many lives have unfurled, including my own, and I'm forever grateful. So great. You know, when you receive a download like that, you know that it's something bigger than you and it's yes. beyond you. Without a doubt. Is it something, Valerie, that you feel PSD will be part of your life, your research, your work for the remainder of your days? And you have many left, right? Hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, you're a young, vibrant woman and ready to get out there to teach and are really starting down the path of getting your book out and teaching this in a bigger, bolder way. Do you see this many years in the future? This is a great question. And I think about it and I hope my, my answer will help listeners too who think about that. There's this big unknown when we get on the path that we feel in our whole being, as you were saying, the goosebumps, right? That <laughs> intuition, full-bodied intuition. This is, this is mine to do. And it's the big unknown. It's not like it comes with instructions. Well, first you do right. this exactly. and then you do that. And so it can be scary because it's really, you know, stepping off the cliff in, in many ways. And that's where faith comes in for me. Yes. Trusting that, okay, I've been given this message. I've experienced enormous benefits. I'm hearing from women every day whose lives are changed, even by giving the name, giving the words to something, as they say, you've given the words to something I've been feeling my entire life, wondering what's wrong with me. And my life has changed, let alone when they actually get on the journey of healing and unfurling their lives, what happens then. And that is the core of faith for me. This is the evidence that we're moving in the right direction. The how will appear and how long I'll be doing that and who will be doing this with me, who will join forces with me, who we train in this methodology, or what companies, organizations, 
stages, et cetera, we, we bring it on. I don't know that. Right. And I don't like to limit my guidance with my limited imagination. <laughs> so I do my best to listen and follow signs. Just when you and I connected, we both felt that, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is a relationship we need to lean into and see where it takes us because there is something that we both feel about our connection. I agree. And there they go again. There go those goosebumps. <laughs> so you're really spot on with your answer there. There is a scripture that really kind of tells us there's only enough light for the step that we're on. Mm. And I think people do as entrepreneurs want to see what is the next step and what is the how. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it feels like you're walking with blinders on. So you got down the book, but then yeah, that next stage might be right around the corner, but what's, what's happening next year? So I think that yeah. was really well said. Thank you for that answer. My pleasure. As an entrepreneur yourself around your message, because you are a messenger and I know what it's like to be a messenger and try to get a message out there. Sometimes the world isn't ready for it quite yet. Sometimes those people around you are naysayers. Sometimes you're not supported in the quest while you're creating and crafting the message. Sometimes you have some validation, like you said, with your patients. You know, they were saying, hey, you, you put words to what I felt all along. Your data now, which I read in your book because I had the privilege of being one of your pre-reads. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I loved it because, uh, you know, we've talked about that before as, as sort of partners in crime, if you will, for this message of trying to heal women, that we are different parts of sort of a, a similar message. And you've cracked the code on something that is so deep down genetically. So let's talk about the mice for a minute. You have an experiment in your book about mice because I want people to understand the context of really that there's science behind. It's not just that we all have something in our DNA that comes from a thought that maybe men have oppressed us for thousands of years. This is not a thought that came out of Valerie's mind. This is science. So these mice have been put into a contained environment and they have been given a shock along with some nice music playing. And -hmm. eventually it's like the opposite of Pavlov's dog where now they hear the music and the trauma is already there. They're, They're acting the same way as if they were getting shocks to their feet. Yeah. So the mice experiment, it really um, just pierces my heart. They actually use the smell of cherry blossoms. They could have used music mm. as well, right? Could okay. Have been pleasant stimuli. So when they exposed the mice to the smell of cherry blossoms, they administered mild electric shocks to their feet. And then later, later, these mice were bred and their children and their grandchildren when exposed to the smell of cherry blossoms, showed a strong mm. fear and anxiety reaction. So let that sink in for yeah. a moment. Two generations. Two generations deep. These subsequent generations did not experience trauma. They did not. They didn't know what 
what that association was, not consciously, whatever that is in the mice's mind. And for all we know, mice don't even use storytelling. It's not like they're telling their children, well, when you smell the smell, right? Be very afraid. Mm -hmm. So neuroscientists were actually able to establish that this traumatic experience had been genetically transmitted. And this is just so, to me, this is so liberating for us to know like all these things uh, we're going to therapy for and um, attending self-help right uh, personal development workshops and reading books trying to figure out what's wrong with me a lot of those things have nothing to do with us period have nothing to do with us but it doesn't mean that we're stuck with them. We can heal them because trauma healing tools involve the mind and the body and they literally recondition our nervous system to be able to enjoy cherry blossoms without fear. Excellent. So let's translate that into a modern day example of a woman mm -hmm. who is an entrepreneur. Yes. Who maybe is holding herself back in some way. Yes. Like we were not going to hold ourselves back today. We were going to get on this podcast and record it no matter what. We had some technical difficulties, but worked through them and, and here we are. But some people would just shut down and they might yeah. shut down for a reason. And, and it could be a podcast. It could be anything. It could be getting themselves yeah. out into the world or doing a mm -hmm. video or showing up at a meeting. They're, they're playing small out of fear in some way, or they're hiding themselves behind some kind of mask, maybe if you will, maybe it's overweight or whatever, something that feels safe or mm. makes them feel secure, but really it's one of our prison guards. Yeah. So talk to us about that. How can they overcome? How can they flip the switch? That's such a great question. That's many, many, a billion dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Uh-huh. So down the memory lane, the genetic memory lane, a woman's power has always been a punishable offense. Think of the women who have reached for cherry blossoms historically. These women were burnt at the stake. They were drowned. They were locked up in asylums. And so we carry that inheritance, that association of being in our power and visibility with being unsafe. And of course, our system is wired to keep us safe. And it keeps us safe by keeping us imprisoned. That's why I refer to PSD and other kinds of hidden trauma as the invisible in the prison. Because mm -hmm. what's the smell of cherry blossoms for us right now? Just think of what you desire. Do you desire love in your life, a deep, intimate relationship? Do you desire to overcome alienation, loneliness in your marriage? Do you desire to find a partner who is your true match? Do you desire to build a big business and make this massive impact in the world? Do you desire to achieve your next level of health and fitness? So all these things signal unsafe, unsafe, unsafe to the nervous system, not to the conscious mind. Of course, consciously we want that. But neuroscientists actually discovered that our actions are decided in our subconscious. Our actions are decided in our subconscious. Yes. And that completely blows my mind. And I hope it's sinking in. Oh, it's great. 
<laughs> because the conscious mind only steps in later to rationalize it. Right. So with PSD, there are two ways we're going to go in response to feeling unsafe. We're going to go into freeze and inaction and not do this thing, right? Because something's going to come up. Distractions are going to come up. Everything else, like I need to create this pitch deck, but all of a sudden I remember I need to call the pediatrician and make... Um, like an annual checkup appointment for my kid, like a year from now, right? It's super urgent all of a sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all these things and what people call imposter syndrome, people call yes. this the in the critic. All these things are manifestations of what I call prison guards, th things that are holding us back from taking action. The other way it goes is a woman plays big. She doesn't let that stop her, but... What happens? And we see it so much among powerful women. Mm -hmm. Adrenal fatigue, yep. burnout, yep. anxiety, depression, trouble sleeping, trouble relaxing, stopping without a glass of wine or a pill. Exactly. And it's a heavy burden and it cannot be our crown achievement in this day and age to have the opportunity to burn out. As I sometimes say, they used to burn us at the stake and now they've handed us <laughs> the torches. So true. And we use it on ourselves. Yes. So freeze or fight or flight, these are ways for our nervous system to keep us safe by imprisoning us in this invisible, in the prison of trauma. This is so good in so many ways. And you have a book out that is either just out or coming out. Tell me about the book and when it's due. It's called mm -hmm. Patriarchy Stress Disorder, The Inner Barrier to Women's Happiness and Fulfillment. And you know that you and I have talked about it before. I hope to not just see this in your book form and have that in people's hands so that they can get free, but to see this in psychology textbooks and to see it making an impact in medicine and to see research move in this direction. I think it would be very important to do more genetics research in this direction. But tell us really quick about, in your book, you have five quick ways. So yeah. give us the real just couple yeah. minute elevator pitch for the book and five ways we can start right now at the end of this podcast and mm -hmm. say, hey, yeah, let's, let's get free. I think awareness personally is just talking about this. Absolutely. So now people are like, hey, wait a minute. And I don't exactly. think that they have to think so deeply about it either, right? So maybe touch on that. Mm, yes. Over my 20 years of exploration of mind-body healing, I've identified that the process can be done. It follows a five-step progression. There's not linear steps, but these are distinct stages in the healing journey. And I describe them in my book. And we're actually in step one right now. We're making the invisible visible. I call it yes. waking up in prison. When <laughs> we see that what has been afflicting us has nothing to do with us, but these are layers of inherited and personal trauma that we've experienced. The second step, we identify what's holding us back. Those I call prison cards that show up as thoughts, behaviors, and physical expressions and mental health expressions. So we identify, name them and understand these are not personality flaws or something we're doing wrong. These are legitimate ways our nervous system is trying to keep us safe. And in the next step, we 
actually befriend them. We convert our prison guards into bodyguards. Mm -hmm. We upgrade their job descriptions. We promote them so that they can be our bodyguards on our journey. We can still feel safe, but not by staying on the inside, but by journeying toward our desires. And then in the next step, I call it digging the tunnel. We go through the layers of trauma using mind-body tools and healing them. We usually do the fourth step in person at our retreats and live events. Or you can work with a mind-body practitioner. And I have recommendations on my website for finding one. And the fifth step is savoring freedom is when we actually need to upgrade our capacity to receive all this goodness, because believe it or not, that is a growth edge. Our capacity has been so compromised by trauma. We have been so shut down to even feel pleasure is a growth edge. To be visible and powerful is a growth edge. So we upgrade our nervous system. It's like shifting from, you know, the before would be like trying to compete in Formula One, driving a Toyota Corolla. And so we then switch to the latest model of a race car or a rocket ship, whatever metaphor speaks to you, we upgrade our vehicle. And that is the jailbreak journey And on my website, you can actually download one of the foundational tools that I teach all of my clients to start that helps you interrupt the trauma hijack and shift back into your full embodied power anytime, anywhere. I call it a repower tool. Okay, great. Yes. And I've actually listened to your repower tool. It's an audio and it's mm-hmm. very nice, something that's easy that people can download right on their phones. So yes, we'll have the link for that below. And we can talk about this all day, but those five steps are so logical. They make so much sense. We've now uncovered it for many of our listeners. And I hope that they can at least get from steps one, two, and three through that today. Really, how do you befriend? And But this is so good. They need to get the book. If, yeah, if they're I interested just need to, to get give a clarification. This yeah. is not something you do in a day. No. <laughs> this is a really long exploration because they're hiding and trauma healing happens layer by layer. Mm. It's by healing the top layer that enough capacity and safety is created to go deeper. I continue my healing journey every day and every mm. day. And so do my clients. We unfurl more capacity, joy, juiciness, fulfillment yes. every day. And it grows and grows and grows and I call it the game of how good can it get. So good. Love that. And I love that you, and we've talked about this before, that we are both our own patient zero in our Mm -hmm. work. In in the work that we're bringing to the world, it's as if God has chosen us as, (laughs) as, hey, you're you're the number one that that needs this. Now (laughs) now you can really teach it to others. Like you said, you were really going through something that the doctors called stress you thought was a stroke. That's a huge wake-up call. Ariana Huffington had a huge wake-up call like that yeah. when she broke her jaw and then she you know, made it her life's work to talk now about thriving and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, writing the book, The Sleep Revolution. So I feel like this is a natural progression for someone that has gone through this type of receiving journey and now getting your message out to the world. And as the messenger, I know you're using your own thing, but let's put it in the context of core. What keeps you centered, open, resilient, and energized? Can you touch on 
some or all of those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it really is the trauma healing work because trauma keeps us closed. To protect, we close. To be open, yes. we need to feel safe. To feel safe, we need to heal the underlying trauma. Mm. It's as simple as that. Same thing about resilience. It's not about plowing through and suffering through and right. surviving and to shift from the game of surviving to the game of thriving. Again, we need to rewire the nervous system in my experience, right? Mm. So that's what I use. And we have open, right? What, what else? We have centered. Yes. Yeah, centered, I'm, I often say a woman's power is in her presence. Yes. And to be fully present in our bodies, the body needs to feel like a safe place to be. And because the body remembers all traumatic experiences, even though the mind may not remember everything we've experienced and inherited, the more we heal, the more we're able to be embodied and therefore centered and therefore empowered. Right. What am I leaving out, Anne? Energized. Energized. That's a big one. That's a big one. Energizes me. Pleasure. Pleasure Mm. is the biggest unutilized source of a woman's power and energy. And it has been so denigrated by the patriarchy. A woman is not entitled to her pleasure. Why would a woman need pleasure? What for? A woman is here to serve and sacrifice. So that is a huge reclamation. And so I encourage you to start finding, just asking yourself, what gives me pleasure? What gives me joy? It can be anything from, you know, adjusting temperature temperature on the shower, just like really fine tuning. Is this in my pleasure? And becoming this pleasure seeking missile, not in an indulgent and mindless way, but in a very plugged in and mindful way, recognizing that every pleasure moment connection with others also gives us like this, this deep source of pleasure that also requires openness and centeredness and all these good things. But that sources your power that sources your energy and the whole world benefits when a woman is thriving she takes everyone with her (laughs) yes yes and that shift so needs to occur for women who are burning out for the messages that they have to bring to society to rebalance the way we do things and have done things as you've said for thousands of years it's time to have that balance. And I love that you said it's not that indulgent way because immediately people might think, oh, I need to go to the spa more. No, that's not it. That's the same search for solutions that they've been trying to do for too long that's not working, right? Mm-hmm. It's the inner work and being propelled. When you said that, you know, I could think of my core full of joy and joy yeah. is energizing and joy mm-hmm. comes whether a circumstance is good or bad, whether the barometer says the skies are cloudy or not, there's got to be an inner juice, an inner drive that lights your fire from within and keeps you going. So I think you really hit the nail on the head today. And I want to thank you for that. So tell us when your book is coming out. 
Mm. The book is out on December 3rd and you can actually download the first chapter on my website and check it out now, drvalerie.com. That's D-R-V-A-L-E-R-I-E.com forward slash book. Excellent. Yeah. Would love to hear from the readers. (laughs) Tag me on social, shoot me an email, just let me know how this is landing for you. It's not the birth of a book. It's not just the birth of a book. It's Mm -hmm. the birth of a movement, a movement, a new frontier in women's empowerment that we need not only for our survival, but for our thriving. So important, Dr. Valerie. Thank you very much for our listeners today. Thank you for your ongoing commitment to really the women that we both serve in different capacities. And I wish you much success and sales with your book. I think that you also have a speaking engagement coming up. Yeah, I just um, spoke at a major conference that oh. um, that has been really a perfect alignment with the debut of the book. And the attendees were all corporate leaders, and most of them women. And the message was so well received, that recognition in women and, and that, that sigh of relief. And we sold out mm. the book. Oh, uh, we, we brought advanced copies. Yeah. So yeah, please, our listeners, you know, check it out. It's something that it's the know-how, it's the in the know-how that unlocks so much. And um, I just can't can't wait to see how far you go and how high you soar with that know-how within. Thank you so much for blessing our listeners today. You are awesome. We'll keep in touch, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I love you. And thank you, our listeners, for love sharing you too, your time sweetheart. with us. Take care. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you liked this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show and leave me a rating and review. If you are ready to make your move to entrepreneurial freedom and success, success. then take action now. Head over to my website, anarvizu.com and get our most requested free download. Your 10-step corporate to freedom checklist is a transformational self-assessment tool that will help you visualize and create a life and business you truly deserve. Until next time, stay centered, open, resilient, and energized. energized.